Pod, a Youth Cymru podcast. Welcome to our first ever episode of Youth Pod, a Youth Cymru podcast. I'm your host, Anna Arietta, and this is the start of our Save Your Energy series. Over the next three episodes, we will be talking to young people about their experiences with making choices around energy, heating their homes, and tips and tricks that you can follow. So stay tuned. In this episode, we are going to discuss the things that you need to think about when you move out to live independently. The importance of choosing the right energy tariff and some tips on how you can manage your bills in the home. So our guest today is George Neeson. Uh, how are you feeling about being on the first ever episode of the Youth Cymru podcast? Very excited, looking forward to it. I do want to mention that Nissan is actually my flatmate, that's why we're doing this interview in person today. So we actually moved into our flat in Cardiff um, at the end of August, didn't we? Hmm. Um, so I think let's just describe our first couple of weeks when we moved in. What kind of things did we need to think about? It was kind of like jumping at the deep end in a lot of respects. I feel like when you're living with your parents or your guardians, whoever looks after you, uh, there's a lot of things in the house that like you may know to you, like the washing machine or like tumble dryer or whatever. But then moving into a new house, obviously, like it's like when you stay over a mate's house and you have a shower, like the shower system's all different. It's difficult to use. You have to acclimatise to figuring things out. So I come in here, I'd say the big sort of challenges in the first few weeks were trying to figure out how a washing machine works. It was just confusing, trying to figure out a different system, how the tumble dryer works, trying to make sure the boiler was on the right settings. We had a nightmare with that when we put on the immersion heater. Yeah, so we actually made the mistake of clicking the immersion heater button. Um, We have a hot water tank in this flat. So basically, um, that means that hot water heats up um, and you either turn the heating on, which makes it go to the radiators and heat up all the radiators in the house, or you turn the hot water setting on, which obviously you have to wait about 15 minutes or so for it to heat up the whole tank. And then you can actually have a hot shower or a hot bath or whatever. Um, But we didn't understand we didn't look into it properly we didn't get it at all so um we actually clicked for the first gotta say it's probably the first two weeks Mm. we had the immersion um heater button which is like the express heater yeah it's really expensive energy um and it really impacted our bills um and that was just our silly mistake we didn't look into it did we enough it's just one of those things just be careful because that's such a lot of money spent when realistically we could have been wiser using our money for energy and also like the energy that we use it was a massive waste of energy having the hot water on the whole time and not being not even using it the whole time yeah i was so gutted when i found that out mm. um, a- i researched it and i was like oh my god no um because it's literally the most expensive form of energy it's like that really quick um instant energy yeah i, I suppose that was kind of a blessing in disguise in some respects as well because since then we've been treading on eggshells with everything that we keep on and turn off to make sure that like we're using the right amount of energy for the right thing because the last thing you want is to open up your energy bill and realize that you spent an extortionate amount of money when realistically you don't have to yeah 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 so i would say a really important thing is doing that looking into what 
system is heating your house if you've got radiators you're going to have a boiler um, that heats up hot water hot water system you may have grills or vents in your house um, which means that you've got a warm air central heating system you also may have some other smaller individual heaters in your rooms um, and kind of just look into those and find out how they work so that you can save as much money as possible on your energy another important thing to figure out is um getting acclimatized to the appliances in your house like figuring out what are the best times to have the hot water on what is the best way to use your energy with regards what level you should put the thermostat on whether or not you should we've got a circuit in our boiling boiler cupboard which you can time uh what times you want the hot water on yeah so we have a mechanical programmer we don't really use it because we don't have a very strict routine um but you know, it is useful to use if you have a strict routine. So if you're going to work the same time every day, you know when you're going to be back, you know when you're going to wake up, um, all of those kind of things. So there is an opportunity for you to be able to time when you want the hot water to start heating up um, or when you want the heating to come on um, or when you want to turn it off so that you're kind of really planning ahead um, and not wasting any money where, you know, you shouldn't be wasting money, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just important to like just think smart about it. Yeah, so I agree with what you said about the um, thermostat as well. Mm-hmm. Knowing how that works, knowing that that actually measures the whole temperature of your house. So once your house has reached the desired temperature, that will actually turn off to save energy. Mm. And knowing that, for example, you know, we've got radiators, there's a thermostatic radiator valve um, on each radiator. So if this radiator, for example, behind me um, gets really hot and this living room gets really, really hot, then um, I can turn down the the radiator um, and that will control the living room temperature, but the rest of the house will still stay the same. Um, But if I turn down the thermostat, then that's going to take um, turn down the heating of the whole house um, so that's important to note as well mm-hmm. so thinking about when we moved in we had to make a lot of choices very quickly didn't we yeah um with choosing tariffs so a tariff is something that you sign up to with a company you get a tariff for you know your energy your water uh, your Wi-Fi, you get different deals and things like that that you normally have to go on comparison sites to choose. So we did actually do an energy comparison mm. to be able to choose an energy supplier. And that is a really important thing to do um, when you are moving into a new place. If you are moving into a rented property, in most circumstances, you won't be able to actually change the meter type Um, But you will be able to change supplier and choose a tariff. So that's something to be aware of and something that you can definitely do to be able to choose the right price point that is good for you and what works for you. Yeah, I guess it's all based on really your personal circumstances, like who, how many people are living in the flat or your house, like what your electrical requirements are, like what your heating requirements are based on your specific circumstances. Yeah, and there's so many different options. You can, you know, choose, you can opt for renewable energy as well, which is something we'll probably be talking about in the next few episodes of the podcast. Um, You can choose a fixed tariff, which will give you the same price point, you know, the same cost per month um, for a fixed amount of time. When we moved in, um, we actually just got our water tariff straight away. They mm. put us on the standard tariff um, and that was fine for us. 
I mean, that was just kind of what we were given and we were like, okay, that's fine. Um, but there is a tariff, it's important to mention, there's a tariff on Dur Khamri, which is actually called Help You Tariff. And that's for people who come from low income households so if you're kind of under the income threshold um, then you'll be able to apply for that tariff and it's a lot cheaper you may be eligible so um, if you are in that situation it's definitely worth going on to Durkhamri and applying for that tariff. Another important thing to consider when you're moving into a new place is getting your wi-fi sorted as soon as you can for a lot of people it's important working from home you've been working from home since we moved in and obviously a big portion of Anne's work is stuff like this podcast webinars and zoom calls live sessions and stuff so having a good wi-fi signal is absolutely essential for roles like that you know but we made the mistake of moving in and then thinking oh we need to get wi-fi let's sort out the wi-fi go in touch with the wi-fi people yeah the soonest we can sort you out is in like three weeks and yeah that just wasn't good enough it mm. was a nightmare um, we just didn't consider it at all. No, it's just one of those things you don't really think about. You just assume there'll be Wi-Fi there. Mm. Just... Um, we knew that we would obviously have to sort out Wi-Fi and broadband, mm. but we just didn't know that it was going to take such a long process. So yeah, it was not ideal. So think about that if you are going to move in. You need to, a few weeks before, a couple of weeks before you move in, sort your Wi-Fi and broadband if you are going to get you know Wi-Fi. Another thing to note um, is that when you are choosing Wi-Fi or broadband, it's very similar to the system that you use to choose your energy. So the comparison site is really similar. You just put in your information, just like you would with your energy, how much electricity, how much um, broadband you need, how many people are in the house, how many appliances you use, things like that. Um, And it'll find the best deals for you and you can choose the cheapest and best deals. Um, So it's very similar format. Mm. Yeah. Some of the companies as well will give you some little treats if you go with them you know like incentives vouchers things like that and so that's something to think about when you are choosing uh so yeah there's quite a few learning curves i'd say when you're moving out for the first time out of your parents or guardians home definitely a few things that are like eye-openers things that you hear about and you hear people talk about but you never really think how did they take heat and energy and electric and how do they break it down to money how much is it worth how much is the average rate and how much should i be using what's a sensible amount what's a wasteful amount what is going to be wasting money there's loads of things to take into account so once you've got your head wrapped around what is a good amount of energy to use and how the appliances work in your home the next thing you have to worry about really is managing your energy bills yeah actually being able to pay them um so first step being able to manage your energy bills it's important that you are on an appropriate tariff Mm. i think that would be a key step really being able to choose a tariff that is right for you and that works for you um and then from there if you are still kind of struggling with your bills you should be able to contact your energy supplier and water supplier as well um to ask to go on a payment plan so they should be able to discuss with you you know how much you're able to pay each month or each week or bi-monthly or however you do it um and they should be able to sort that with you so that you're in a comfortable position to be able to pay so in our flat we've set up a direct debit to pay our energy bills yeah that's uh because we're on a credit meter so a lot of people would actually be on a prepayment meter especially if you're renting which means that you would have a card or a key um or tokens you would go top up um via you know a post office or a pay zone um i think you can do it online as well what's the difference between a prepayment meter and a credit meter so a prepayment meter you top up your card 
So say you top up with £10. Right. Then you come back to the house, you put the card into the meter, mm-hmm. um, and as you use energy, um, the credit will kind of go down. So if you run out of credit then on your card, does the energy just go completely, like the lights go up, heating comes off? Well, sometimes the company will actually give you emergency credit. Right. That's so, like a safety net. Yeah. So mm. if you have, say, topped up, you've put your money in, and it comes to you know a certain time of the day where it um, runs out, you run out of energy, they'll normally give you an emergency credit. It'll only be a little amount though. So it'll be, say they give you five pounds. Then the next day you go top up 15 pounds, for example, they would yeah. take that five pounds off. So it's almost like you're repaying a debt. Okay. Okay. So if you run out of money completely, then that's it. The heating just goes. Well, yeah, that is actually the risk of having a prepayment meter. Mm. Um, you know, if you don't have much income coming in and you can't afford to pay your bills, you can't afford to pay for your heating. A lot of people um, live with that fuel poverty, not being able to afford their bills, unfortunately. So that actually um, takes us quite smoothly into what Youth Cymru can offer you. If you are a young person aged 14 to 25 living in Wales and you need a bit of support with your bills, then we can offer you um, a crisis payment of up to £45. If you think you're eligible, then go to youthcumry.org.uk, visit the Save Your Energy page and you will be able to find a referral form. You'll need a youth worker to fill this form out for you so that you'll be able to receive the payment or the energy voucher. Hopefully that will help some young people mm-hmm. because it's very, very hard in these winter months. Especially with all the uh, COVID-19 people having to work from home, like a lot of job losses and stuff. Definitely. Well, you actually experienced... Um... Yeah, I lost my job during the first lockdown. Uh-huh. Um, and trying to find a job since then has been really, really difficult. Like sending off emails every day, applications and not really getting any responses. It's, it's difficult. It's really difficult. But... Um, I got some work sorted now, which is nice, back in the routine, which is great, uh, but definitely can relate to people who are struggling, trying to find work, trying to figure out what the next step is on their professional timeline. It's a hard time, so definitely I feel like this could be a great opportunity for people who are going through some difficult times. Yeah, it's just that little bit of support um, if you do need it. Since you actually get in your new job, we've been able to... Um, you know, I will. I put my money out and pay the bills, and then you send me a standing order. Don't yeah, you? So, yeah, yeah. Um, that's quite useful if you're living with other people, and if you can, obviously, then you know, getting one person to um, be able to set up a direct debit that comes out every month, and then um, the other members of the household kind of setting up a standing order to that yeah. person, so it arrives in time, um, and that person's able to pay the bills. And that way you're not trying to figure out, coordinate in between each other who's paid what and who's paid this and who's got their payments covered for this month. You can just, on the date when the money comes in, the money goes out, everything's sorted. Okay, so before we go, thank you so much for coming. Please give the listeners one energy-saving tip that you would use in the home. Um, I would advise you to get a thick duvet, get some woolly socks and some nice cosy jumpers, especially in the winter months. Because sometimes it may be tempting to think, oh, I'll just go and leave the heating on for a little bit, leave it on for an hour. You could fall asleep and leave it on all night and then you've got a big fat bill waiting for you, which is not what you want. So yeah, just uh, be careful about how you use your energy. And if you can, try and just use something logical like an extra jumper or a big duvet. Mine would probably be invest in a microwave if you can, because um, you just save so much more energy than using an oven for food. 
Um, another thing I would say is fill in the kettle with just as much water as you need each time because otherwise you're reheating water. Um, I know that was two, but I'm allowed, I'm the host, so. Yeah. And that brings a close to our first episode of the Save Your Energy series. Thank you so much for coming. Um, it's been great to have you on. Thank you, it's been a pleasure. Great. Um, so thank you to everyone for listening and those of you who are watching and I will see you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed the podcast and you're watching on YouTube, then please like, subscribe and leave us a comment. If you're listening via Apple Podcasts, then leave us a review with some feedback. We would love to hear what you guys think. Make sure to follow our YouthPod channels to keep updated on new episodes. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Thank you.